Mom, you're still up. I thought you were sleeping. I said to my mom when I opened the door. Yeah, I'm still up. What time did you get home? My mom asked me. Oh, it's been a while. I didn't want to wake anyone up so I just sneaked into my room. I told her and we laughed. Okay, so don't tell me you're not going to invite me in. Am I going to stay at your door till the end of the conversation? She asked. Oh no, mummy, I'm not inviting you nor my siblings into my room this night. I'm not ready for any of your shenanigans. I told her amidst laughter. Ooh, then it's on. She said quickly and blew a whistle with her mouth and I could hear footsteps. I became alert and made to close my door but my mum was fast enough to hold it again but eventually I was able to push the door against her and locked it. You're not going to stay inside that room forever you know Judith shouted and I just laughed and thank God for saving me. As part of my family rituals, anytime someone has to be congratulated, the rest of the family comes together to prank the other member big time and when my mum approached me that night, I knew what was going on that's why I didn't let her in in the first place. You won't believe what is about to happen to me. I don't think I'll be able to go out for a week. I told Grayson when I called him after my siblings had left my door. Why? What's going on? He asked. I explained the ritual to him and how it was my turn. He didn't say anything but laughed so hard that I had to hang up on him. It took him a while to call back and it was so clear he was still laughing after the call hung. So you're now okay with yourself? I faked in anger. I'm sorry babe. I didn't know your mom could be the mastermind of this. He said still laughing. You have no idea what she can do baby. I said and Grayson started laughing and it made me laugh too. We talked for a while and I slept. I couldn't even wake up the next morning because I was too scared. The kind of prank that was awaiting me would either make me break a bone or make me scared about something for life. Either way it turned out to be, it's definitely going to leave a scar in your life. I was still in bed forcing myself to sleep when a sweet and nice smell entered my room. I stood up immediately and unlocked my door but I stopped quickly as I remembered what awaited me so I locked the door again. You're still going to come out sometime today honey? I could hear my mom say out loud from the kitchen. You're going to have to do much better than just cook a nice meal that smells so so good. I replied almost in tears. I went back to my bed but couldn't sleep but kept thinking about the food they were making. Should I just go out and let them prank me so I can eat because I'm dying of hungry? I asked myself out loud. No don't let them get you. A voice answered in my head. But I'm hungry and I need to eat. I responded to the unknown voice in my head. Yeah but you have to win this war. Remember their prank period ends the next morning so please endure. The voice reminded me. Okay. If only I had some food in here. I said to the voice in my head. Oh there might be. Check your drawers you might find something. The voice told me. I checked my drawer and found a bar of King's Bite chocolate. Oh thank God. I hope I can survive on this. I said out loud. I stayed in my room feeding little by little on the chocolate I found and conversing with the voice in my head. I slept through the conversation and woke up thinking it was nightfall already so I took my phone and saw that I was just 2 p.m. I was starving by then and my only food was finished. The house was finally quiet so I thought to myself that I could sneak out to the kitchen. I carefully unlocked my door and opened it but the door squeaked a little and I prayed so hard that the noise would stay in my room only but obviously that they were all looking out for clues that I was coming out to they started running towards me so I ran back and locked my door again. 
I was getting tired of it already so I looked through my drawers for my sleeping pills and I found it. I took the right dosage and fell asleep quickly. The drug wore off around 11 p.m. because the pills allowed you to sleep for 8 hours. I believe they were all sleeping by now and I was dying of hunger because I hadn't eaten the whole day and I was even weak that I didn't even sneak out but walked straight to the kitchen. I got there and there was rice balls and ground nut soup with meat and chicken. I didn't even have the strength to take the food into my room so I put it in the microwave and ate the food there. It was surprising how no one came out even after the microwave made that noise when the minutes was up. I washed my bowl and made to leave but unfortunately I tripped and my waist hit the ground so hard that I screamed so loud. I looked closely at what made me fall and realized a booby trap had been set for me immediately I entered the kitchen but I didn't see anyone too. Everyone started running out laughing and I could hear them saying we finally got her but I was so much in pain and so angry. I tried to stand up when they were all standing over me but I couldn't. My mum noticed that I was hurt so she told them to stop laughing and helped me into my room. My waist and back were so sore that I couldn't even lie down on my back so my mom called in the family doctor to check on me. He came and told them that the injury was serious and that I almost broke a bone so I had to be admitted. He asked what caused me to fall so hard. What did you say happened to you? He asked. I tripped and fell. I quickly said when I saw that they were all fumbling to speak. Okay I'm taking you away now. He said and went out with the rest of the family. After a while they came back and helped me dress up and took me to the hospital. I stayed the night at the hospital but I wasn't comfortable because the only thing I could think of was what if Grayson wanted to reach out to me and he couldn't get me. The doctor came to check up on me and I asked him how long I was going to be there. Doctor please how long till I leave? I asked him. I can't tell Ella, you have to fully recover and your injury seems to be a very serious one. Are you sure you just fell? He asked. Yeah. I said slowly. I know you're lying to protect your siblings. I told your mom to tell them to stop pulling these pranks but I guess they didn't listen. So what made it your turn? The doctor asked and sat on my bed. I just graduated from high school. I said amidst laughter and the doctor smiled. It was funny how the doctor asked the question. She had been our doctor for as long as I could remember so she was that close to know what caused what. She told me my family was outside waiting to see me and I asked her to let them come see what they had done to me. They were sad and I decided to make them feel that way because I was there because of them. We talked about how that ritual was dangerous and my mom immediately cancelled it. That was how that ritual was cancelled and I was honored that it was done to honor me. I stayed at the hospital for close to two weeks and the doctor said I was getting better and that I could go home soon if my health kept getting better. I was so sad because no one wanted me to have access to my phone so I couldn't call Grayson and Junior also told me that he had been calling him all the time and he told Grayson I was at the hospital. I was beginning to hate the hospital because I really wanted to see and talk to Grayson and I missed him too. I was beginning to think you didn't want me anymore. I heard someone say in my sleep. I opened my eyes to see the one who was talking so much like my babe but the vision was blurry. I was finally able to get a clear image and I thought I was dreaming. Grayson? I shouted. Yes baby. You're not dreaming I'm here in reality. He said and kissed my pale lips. What are you doing here? I tried to sit up but I screamed in pain and he ran and held me. He put me back in bed and, and sat beside me. He took my hand in his and rubbed it. My school is on a break now and I wasn't getting you so I called your brother to find out why. He told me you tripped and fell but I know your family got to you.
he said and smiled. Yeah, it was the prank I was trying to run from. I said and he laughed briefly. He asked about how it all happened and I explained but he ended up laughing at me. Why are you laughing? I asked him. You look cute. He said and my eyes got teary. He looked away and I noticed he was crying. Baby why are you crying? Did I say or do something? I asked him. No baby. I wanted to see you so bad that I had even planned to come see you this summer. I didn't think I'd have to rush and come see you in a hospital bed. He said and wiped his tears. No please don't cry. I'll leave here soon and I can come visit you. I told him and he smiled. Okay baby. I miss you so much so please get well soon. He said and kissed my lips again. You like these pale lips right? I said and we both laughed. So how long will you be here? I asked him. For a month I guess. I just had to see you because I couldn't stay without talking to you and also you being at the hospital made me feel uncomfortable. He said and shook my hand. I'll be better baby. I told him and he nodded with a smile. He didn't stop coming to the hospital even when I told him to stop. One time my family met his kissing me on my bed and my mom got furious. She went to the doctor and asked her why a guy was in my room kissing me. The doctor told her she didn't know about the kissing but what she knew was that the guy had been the one taking care of me since they weren't coming for a while. My mom let the issue go and instead she thanked Grayson for taking care of me while they were not coming to see me. That was how he became close to my family. They liked him because he never stopped taking care of me. At times he would sleep in my hospital room till the next morning. I had a separate room because my case was different which needed special attention. I just saw the doctor and she said you would be ready to go home tomorrow. Grayson gave me the news. Really? Finally I get to leave. I can't believe I spent a whole month in this bed I told him. Yeah we still have two weeks to ourselves before I leave. He said and I smiled. Have you told my family yet? I asked him. Yeah, but I'll be taking you home. He said and dropped the flowers on a table beside me. Thanks for the flowers. Are you not losing money buying me flowers every day? I asked him. I'm good baby. I'm told the flowers are also a sign of good luck. He said and adjusted my pillow and made me comfortable. I stared at him and he kept moving around me making sure I was comfortable. He looked more handsome than I knew he was. His afro was growing back and this time it was curly and black with some sparkles in it, and it made me wonder why and how he had that much time for his hair. His lips were looking so pink and appetizing and all I could think of was kissing him. He applied lip balm on my lips to keep it moist and it was then that he noticed I was starting at him. Babe why are you staring at me? He asked as he sat on the bed. You're very pretty. No I mean handsome. I fumbled and we both laughed. You're prettier my darling. He said and kissed me again. He ordered for food and within seconds the food came in. We ate and the doctor came in to give me my drugs and I took it. A few minutes later I slept even though I didn't want to. I woke up to yelling from two male voices so I tried to see who was doing that and I saw Joe and Grayson. Babe you're awake. Grayson walked to me immediately he saw that I was awake. Joe hi, is Mimi with you? I asked Joe. Yeah she's making a call she'll be here shortly. He said. Okay I missed you guys. I told him and Joe smiled. What do you mean by you miss him? Is he not the guy that broke your heart? Grayson said in anger. Haven't you done the same to me before? 
But you're still here aren't you? I asked slowly as the drug had not completely worn off. What? Why are you talking to me like that? And that too in front of this guy. Grayson said. Please I can't do this right now. He's here to visit me so please let's not do this right now? I said calmly. Okay fine. I'm leaving so you can talk to him. He said picked his jacket and left in anger. Mimi came in asking why Grayson was so mad and I explained to him that he didn't know Mimi and Joe were dating now. So do you want me to talk to him? Joe asked. No not at all. It's fine, he'll come around. I said and smiled. We all talked for a while and they told me how they'd been catching up on their relationship. Joe told me that he was no longer in school and that his contract had ended. We talked about crazy things that happened in school and that made me happy. They left and I was alone now. I took the storybook the doctor gave me to entertain myself and started from where I left off. I hadn't read for long when someone entered my room. Babe. The voice said. What are you doing here? I dropped the book and asked him. I'm sorry baby. I didn't mean to behave like that. I didn't also know he and your friend were dating so I thought he was still pursuing you. He said and sat on my bed and took my hand and kissed it. You shouldn't be jumping into conclusions like that. You've hurt me more times than we can both count but we're still here. I love you and I'm not going to have anyone aside you okay? I told him and we kissed. We talked for a while and I slept while he held my hand. I could hear him humming a love song while I fell asleep. The fact that he was there to help me through those times made me love him more. I just couldn't wait to be in his arms on his bed not on that hospital bed.